decided oh hi emerson hello everyone welcome back to the podcast it's been a while since both emma and i have been on an episode together um emma you've had so much going on do you want to fill people in on just any craziness yeah where do i even start so basically i put a hold on real estate so i'm not doing that anymore right now it's just so expensive and the market is really bad so um i did that that's new i um wow a lot has changed i Mm -hmm. started working a waitressing job at a really nice steakhouse here on the lake um and then my yard caught on fire oh my gosh i forgot about that you should talk a little bit more about that (laughs) well i was working training for the waitressing job and i get home and i'm pulling up and i was thinking what on earth i thought someone poured like a bunch of mulch on my yard and then as i got closer i saw footprints like black footprints on my driveway and i was like oh no 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 like i started freaking out i didn't know if the house had caught on fire too or what um so i have one of those telephone pole things like in the middle of my yard and it's got some kind of electric box on top and um i was thinking maybe that sparked well the neighbor came out and he said yeah your yard caught on fire this morning and i saw it and he grabbed his water hose from his backyard and sprayed it out and um i mean my neighbor's like 80 years old so he put out the fire for me it almost got to my house thank Um, goodness for him i know and it almost got to the front like to the actual part of the house it's like a foot away and then oh my gosh. um you know i started i came in here and checked on the dog and everything and i heard this was a couple weeks ago well yesterday the neighbor we still didn't know what caused it i thought someone flung out a cigarette is what the fire department thought because they got called to you know and mm-hmm. finally um yesterday my neighbor waves me down or his wife does you know same neighbor and she goes i just wanted to let you know that our yard just caught on fire too and it was that pole that was sparking and so they called the company and the company i was right the company came out and fixed it oh my gosh that's really scary i also heard about um Oh, you know, there was that fire like two days ago that was in the town next to our hometown. I won't say names, Mm -hmm. but that, you know, the small town Mm -hmm. where Brandon grew up, Mm -hmm. apparently that was a really, really bad fire. And it took them like overnight to put it out and they had to go back in the morning. Mm -hmm. And the other issue too is um, both our town and the town over, I believe they're voluntary like fire departments so Mm -hmm. they just don't really have all the like you know they don't have as many people they don't have as much equipment like they already are just volunteering to be out there fighting fires for people um and that's the one where the guy had to go to the hospital because he got like a third of his body got really bad burns Mm -hmm. do you hear about that no i haven't heard about any of this yeah it was actually close to mom's house it was only I don't know. Like, you know, that town's really close to mom. Mm -hmm. And it was huge. She was going to turn by the light by the house and it like all the smoke and stuff was taking up like half the skyline. Mm -hmm. And this was 
Wednesday night. And Wednesday oh, afternoon. Oh, I was in Abilene on Wednesday night. Oh, okay. Well, it was really bad, and they weren't able to put it out till Thursday morning. And then they found out, they think what started it was just some, like, it was out on someone's farm. Like, their whole ranch got burned down. And they think it just was some of their farming equipment. Like, while they were using it, there was just, like, some sparks and a little bit of spark. You know, they're just, like, doing their job right. out there farming. And the equipment just had a spark on it and caused all that all that trouble. Whoa. We need some rain here really, really bad. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. So lots of changes, but that was one of them. And then, uh, of course, the trip, just me and Hannah went. Um, uh, How many you went? We went to St. Croix because you don't need a passport. Um, oh, yeah, because it's in the Virgin Islands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, oh, my gosh, it was so worth it i came back feeling like i don't even feel like the same person <laughs> which is like oh, nice. sounds stupid but like <laughs> i say when, that like you needed it <laughs> when you've never changed or when you've never traveled or something before even just because it felt like a whole new country like it really did you know mm-hmm. um and like just traveling i think i was only gone for like two and a half days or three days um but it was just like just enough time for me to like I don't know, just like just we've never traveled. So yeah, and like also never yeah. traveling, it like opens your eyes a little bit. Like I don't know. Yeah, I actually want to go there because don't get me wrong, Hawaii I'm sure is gorgeous. I've never been to Hawaii, but I feel like people often forget about the Virgin Islands and that you can go there without like you know, everyone's go to mm-hmm. for staying in the US but getting going to an island is Hawaii and it's just so expensive. It's too touristy. I feel like people kind of like forget about the Virgin Islands, and that's why I liked it so much, Gwen, because it felt like it didn't feel like touristy either. It just felt like you were in like a whole other country, and it wasn't really touristy. Ooh, maybe that would be a good place to go for a more affordable honeymoon. Oh my gosh, I would go there, on a, and we did a Hannah paid for this thing for us to go on. It was called the Buck Island Tour. And they basically take you out on the boat all day. And the water, I have never seen water like that before. Oh, my gosh. It was beautiful. And they all went snorkeling. Um, they, I tried to snorkel on one of the islands. And the guy told me I was laughing too much. And then it made me laugh more. So I gave up on snorkeling. And um, everyone wow, else. Yeah, everyone else was snorkeling in the ocean. They would just swim in a little line. And apparently, like, the coral reefs. So, like some of the water is so shallow that you have to be really careful that you don't like hit the reefs and stuff mm. um but yeah and then we went out to a little sandbar which is like where you can kind of stand in the middle of the ocean it's like you know up to your hips and you're like in the oh. middle of the ocean it's like a little sandbar um and that was really fun we saw some sea urchins and stuff um we had a really yeah, good time. I saw some of Hannah's photos. There were a lot of interesting creatures. Yeah, she brought her camera and wanted to take all those pictures of me too. And um, oh my gosh, I love the way that those came out too. Yeah, those are good photos. I felt a little eh because they were in my bikini, but you know, oh well. No, you look good, girl. Thanks, but own it. You'll look back at it when you're like 50 and be like, "Why didn't I post these pics?" <laughs> <laughs> I really want to travel a lot more, especially with like getting discount flights and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, it's like why not? Like yeah. t- 
ten dollars to fly to any country i mean you would be dumb not to ten dollars what a deal yeah he gets really good deals and not only that but um you want to hear something else that i did today hmm well for the people who don't know i rent a three bed two bath house and it's just you know me and my kiddo so one it's expensive two we get lonely and three it's just unnecessary so there's this um girl that's like a mutual friend and she's looking for a roommate and you know she wanted to pay like a third of my rent and just take the master bedroom and the master bath and then i am gonna move all my stuff over to the other room across the house next to emerson and so she came over today we met because i'd met her before but like kind of briefly we talked Mm -hmm. for hours and she's really cool and then she brought her puppy she has a husky mm. puppy he's only like mm. three months old and he's like a little husky oh my gosh his name's scout he's so cute and so i our dogs, love that name yeah and our dogs just clicked it's so weird like normally my dog is super rowdy and they just <laughs> instantly clicked he wasn't rowdy or anything and they were just like started sniffing like each other and then they just like ran off i was like whoa that's cool like, my dog normally doesn't get along with, or not that he doesn't get along, he's just rowdy. Um, yeah, he's very he's very hyper. But he wasn't, that's the weird thing, I was like, whoa, why is he not being, like, freaking out right now? Maybe because yeah, so he could tell the dog was maybe, a puppy? Uh, maybe. I don't know, some dogs, it's interesting, like, some dogs get more, like, hyper when there's another dog around, and others like get calmer so yeah that would be a good trait for him to have (laughs) we looked outside because we put them outside to get to know each other and they were both just laying there together i was like and so you know that's a big backyard too so like multiple dogs could easily you know Mm -hmm. like it's not like it's a small yard they have to share it's huge yeah and so i'm really excited about that because she's probably gonna move in in the next couple days and like our mutual friends that she has uh, just talk so highly of her and she's very she's not a partier she's very she likes to cook she said so she you know it'd be nice to not have to eat out all the time and yeah this sounds like a good deal so lots of changes you know quitting real estate getting a new waitressing job getting a roommate oh it's just been a lot of change and then traveling it's just like oh my gosh just so much well that's cool because i mean I think it's good that with everything going on, especially like you said, the market and stuff just being so crazy that it's nice that you're like making these adjustments. And I feel like it'll just end up making your life like less stressful too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was having mental breakdowns. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. It's just too much for me, but I think this will be much better. So does the landlord know that like you're getting a roommate and are they cool with it? You have a pretty cool roommate or landlord, right? Oh, yeah, super cool. I asked them actually like a week or two ago if they'd be open to that. And they said, absolutely. And then she was still standing here and he she had texted him that she was really interested. And then he called and he was like, yeah, I mean, just as a formality, like I have to have you sign like sign this application and stuff. I'll run a quick background check. And then he said, just work it out with Emma. However, you guys want to do the payments like he doesn't even care. He's putting me in charge of all of that. So nice. Yeah, so we'll yeah, see. Well, it sounds like this is a good setup. I mean, and we're gonna split the bills. I'm gonna save myself over a thousand dollars a month, so I'm just dang. really excited. Yeah, that'll be nice, and I think that'll put less stress on you too. 
when you want to start getting back into real estate. Like it won't put so much pressure on you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to join somewhere out in Fort Worth, I think, because I was talking to this girl that I work with and um, she knows this guy. She showed me his Facebook that she's like good family friends with. And um, I guess he has a really exclusive brokerage out in um, Fort Worth. And she was like, I bet you anything I could get you hired on there. So I was like, oh, well, mm. give him my information. But I mean, he only has like five or six agents because he, but she showed me his profile and he, he's already sold like, um, 60 homes this year, just this year. Oh my gosh. I was like, holy cow, I would love to work there. And it's only what, barely half the year. It's only been seven months. Yeah. And he's sold like the volume, which is like how much, like if I sold two homes for 200,000, my volume would be 400,000. His volume was in the millions. I was like, well, yeah. Dang. That's nice. Yeah. And I, if I had to commute, like I would, it's not a big deal. But Yeah, that's not too far. And I mean, with you having Emerson in school as well, you know, that gives you, it's not like you'd be having to take him depending on what time of day. Mm-hmm. Like you always like just try to get back in time for when he gets out of school or, you know, something. Yeah. So that sounds cool. And I mean, Fort Worth is a bigger town, bigger city. It's going to just have more homes. There's a variety of areas there. That sounds cool. A lot of nice houses out there. Yeah. And if I'm also, um, my son's father and I have kind of talked about when he's done with flight school in a couple months, that he would be flexible with me and that I could go. It's only like a seven month program. Um, And you make, you know, a good lot of money good money as a pilot and i said well that's good because i've been in flight school a year and i haven't made as much progress as i want and um mm-hmm. then speaking of my flight instructor called me the other day and he goes well if you want to work at the airport we'll pay you good hourly and you can get discounted big discounted flight lessons i was like oh my gosh well that sounds like a no-brainer so i called him so you to work at the airport is that what they said Mm-hmm. Like to clean the planes, fuel them up, and taxi them, which is just like oh, driving cool. them down the runway. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's like a dream. I would look. I would actually get want to get up in the morning for that job. Not that I hate oh, waitressing yeah. or anything, but you know. Um, yeah, but that's more customer service with waitressing. <laughs> yeah, and this <laughs> like is like something I want to do. Customer service on your best behavior, you know. Yeah, and so I think. Um, that would just be really good for me too. So we were playing phone tag for like a week. Well, I finally called him again yesterday and he answered and he goes, well, actually a twist of events on a whim, they sold the whole flight school. (laughs) And he goes, but I can still tell, talk to the guy that just bought it from me and get put in a good word and get you a job. I was like, well, no better recommendation, you know, than the guy that you just bought the company from, but still. (laughs) Dang. Wow. You know, I didn't even think about that as like a business to sell off. <laughs> it's a whole flight school. Yeah, it's crazy sold what it to you another can sell nowadays. School. Yeah, well, he sold it to another one that's like big in Dallas and Fort Worth. And they wanted a mm-hmm. Granberry location. So they brought him a nice offer. And he just, they're getting married next month. And they just, they said, you know what? Sure. Let's do that and focus on their wedding. And I don't know what they're going to do after that, but... Wow, well, mm-hmm. they may have 
tons of money. <laughs> yeah, they could do whatever they want now. But their wedding's gonna be like insane. They just like triple the guest list. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Well, it's already in uh, Colorado, I think. Oh. Um. So I was gonna go to that in September. Hmm. I was gonna use a, another flight benefit and <laughs> try to there you go. Fly out there. So if you do this school that Emerson's dad was telling you about, um, would you start getting these discounts? Um, not till I was done. But you know what's really but I'm cool? saying like, would you technically be able to fly like commercial planes or what? Oh, when I'm done with the school? Yeah. Yeah, I like, would be do you have to fly for like delta or american airlines to get those kind of discounts or what yeah and some flight attendants do too so you have to have 1500 hours um so like what so but the way you have to start those you don't start as a captain which is like the pilot um you always start as a first officer which is another term for like co-pilot if you will so like my boyfriend is technically like a co-pilot he's always on the right side he's always the co-pilot um interesting yeah but they switch every time so sometimes like the co-pilot is actually in charge of the like it just switches from what he's told me um but yeah so the funny thing is even flight attendants get those benefits because hannah told me she used to use um her friend that was also their other friend um Mm -hmm. she used to use their her benefits too and this was awesome i was on the way to st croix on the airplane they asked me if i wanted any snacks and i said can i get cheez it's and a coke and they said, sure, eight fifty or something. I went to grab my wallet and I opened it up and the flight attendant goes, where did you get that? And he points at like my little pilot license. And I said, oh, it, it's mine. And I said, do you want to see it? And he goes, oh, no, no. I just mean like, um, put that away. And I was like, what? And he goes, it's free. And I said, oh, are you sure? And he goes, yeah. He goes, we take care of each other here. And I'm like, oh, I, and I said, I thought you were accusing me of stealing the pilot's license because it was in my wallet. Yeah. And, and he goes, oh, no, 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 I just saw it. And I'm like, why are you thinking you have to pay for this stuff? And mm. I was like, wow, well, that's nice. Like, they get all these cool perks that no one even thinks about. And it's like, yeah, I'm but... really just a student and he's giving me free stuff. That is cool. I think it's better to assume you need to pay instead of the other way around. Like, could you imagine if you were like, no, but like I'm in flight school and they're like, so? That's gonna be eight fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it's mine. He probably thought they all look the same. You have to like read the fine print, kind of like a driver's license, where it says like Class C and that kind of stuff. So he probably mm. thought like I wasn't a student. He probably thought I was like an actual, like, you know, had mm. all my ratings and stuff. But uh, whatever. Because <laughs> okay. all I said was, all I <laughs> you don't was, need to correct them. I know. All I said was, oh, it's mine. And then he goes. Yeah, 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 put it away. Like, you don't have to pay. And then everyone started looking at me, like, in the seats next to me, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, thank God. There's another person. They probably think, you know, the same thing. They're probably They're like, like oh, can, thank God. Can. If it goes down, she can stop in there. <laughs> I had talkers on the flight. I was just trying talkers? to go to sleep. Yeah, and then. My boyfriend picked me up on the way back. It was like midnight and he had to fly like three or four flights the next day. He had to get up at like eight in the morning. And I said, I feel bad. Like you don't have to pick me up. And he wanted to, but yeah, it was crazy. Wait, how long was the flight? Well, I had connecting flights because there's not a lot of flights out to St. Croix. 
So almost all of the flights have um, Florida stops. So my way there, I stopped at Fort Lauderdale. From Dal- oh. I went Dallas, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, St. Croix. And then from St. Croix, I went to Miami and then back to Dallas. But the flight's only like two hours each. So like two hours to Florida and then two hours to St. Croix. And then vice oh, versa. that's not bad. But yeah. still, you had a talker that whole time? <laughs> yes, but one of them, like she lived she was an older lady and she lives in St. Croix. And so when we were going there, she was telling me all the spots. She was telling me where not to go on the island because part of it is really sketchy and lots of crime. Um, and then she goes, you want to get in the yacht club? It's a fancy uh, beach and resort. And if you tell them I sent you, because it's a really small island, like they know each other there. And she said she gave me her first and last name and her husband's name. And then she goes, just drop my name anywhere in town. You drop my name. So everywhere me and my friend would go, we would be like, do you know so-and-so and and then their last name? And they're like, oh, yeah. And then they would give us discounts and then, like, the yacht club, all that stuff. Like, normally tourists don't get that, but she just talked to me the whole time on the plane and it was awesome. I was like, man. When Taylor and I went to Colorado back in May, um this lady like taylor and i were sitting by each other but it was like a three three people to a row yeah and this cute old lady sat down by me honestly she reminded me a lot of nanan (laughs) but i don't know i'm in a middle seat i let taylor have the window seat (laughs) that's my favorite like he's a little kid um Hey. I let him have a window seat because I was like, I mean, it's for his graduation <laughs> trip. So I guess mm-hmm. I won't make him sit in the middle. And I just got out my book and stuff. And like, it was, I finally just put my book away because I could tell she like would keep looking over, kind of waiting for me to not be uh, reading. I did the same <laughs> like with really my book. She wanted to talk. Yeah, I huh. did the same with my book. I kept trying to read and then the lady would keep talking to me. I was like, come on, lady. <laughs> Yeah, and she starts talking to me about, um, like, she just starts telling me a bunch of stuff, like, her, she was going to Colorado Springs to see her grandkids, but her grandkids, she's from somewhere else, not even Dallas, it was somewhere else, I can't remember, and Dallas was just her connecting to get to her grandkids, and it starts telling me how they've been living out there for like two years but they used to live in the same state she did or she does and starts telling me all about like what the parents do for work and about all the grandkids and yeah and then of course she's like why are y'all going out there and I tell them you know Taylor just graduated pharmacy school and then it was funny because at the very end she was like well I hope you and your husband have a good (laughs) trip and I was like I mean she's a stranger so I didn't correct her I want to be like oh it's just like my boyfriend but thanks oh my gosh but it's just funny the amount of people when we were on vacation that I had like several people refer to Taylor as my husband really it's just like it's just funny when you go so long like someone is your boyfriend Mm. you know like never has someone I mean I guess I'm getting older now so people think that more but it's just funny to me I would like it threw me off so much although it shouldn't be such a like wild thought (laughs) (laughs) like it shouldn't be a wild thought to think of Taylor as my husband when we've you know been dating for like gosh over four years right but it's just funny and I was like well it makes no difference to this lady for me to correct her if anything it just is like awkward 
Right. <laughs> like it's not going to keep her up at night being like, wait, were they married? <laughs> right. <laughs> but Man. yeah, she was really cute. And then I found out, well, she kept referring to her husband, but her husband wasn't there and she was older. So I was like, oh, she referring to her husband, but like he's not like alive anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's going to see the grandkids like by herself and they moved to a different state. And like I was getting all sad. And then <laughs> I just realized her husband, <laughs> her husband was sitting in like first class. <laughs> With our- and she was sitting back with us at literally like we were like there's only like three rows behind us we we're like the very back of the plane like cheapest tickets and because then we get off the plane and she like after when we're going to baggage claim I see her go up and he's waiting for her and she like goes up and gives him a hug and starts telling him all about the flight he probably just wanted a break from her talking no I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm in first class uh, Susan it was just so funny like the way she was referring to him I was like oh. Okay, that reminds me of two things. That's cute. That reminds me of two things. So one, speaking of the back of the plane, on my flight back, it was um, getting dark. So I, like, wanted to buy the window seat. Well, this, I didn't want to pay money. So I was like, I'll just do whatever seat, you know, I get. Um, Mm -hmm. And also it's kind of a pain to, like, you know, I, I was just going with the flow with that system and i sat in the very back literally the very last row um by the window seat so i'm in the very corner of the airplane and it was funny because i didn't realize it was going to be such a squeeze and um this guy next to me was like oh my god these seats are small and i was like yeah they are and so um literally i had like half my knees up and uh (laughs) it was funny too because i had my window open and he goes do you want that open? And I was so obviously looking outside because it was like starting to get dark and so I could see the whole city and I thought it was pretty. And he was like obviously trying to sleep. He had his hoodie over his eyes. And he was like, do you want, do you really want that open? And I was like, oh, I, I can shut it for you. And then there was this kid who had a tablet and they kept playing this game that was super annoying, like a kid's game. And it had like these weird sound effects and they started playing K-pop music. And they were blasting it through the whole airplane. The whole airplane could hear this. I mean, it was a really quiet because everyone was trying to sleep and they're blasting it. The flight attendant went up to them so many times and said, headphones. And then they, I couldn't tell who it was or which aisle exactly it was, but it would be quiet for 30 seconds to a minute. And then the people just keep doing it like over and over. And I was starting to get mad. I was actually about to say something. Because I was like, do two hours of this. I don't want to hear cha-ching, cha-ching, and then K-pop <laughs> music. It was like the most annoying, obnoxious game. Ugh. And then the flight attendants just gave up. Like, they would g- say something about the headphones, and then the sound would stop. I was like, just take it. Like, God, just take the freaking iPad or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> but that was one thing I was going to tell you. And then you are talking about the old lady. Do you want to hear something really sad and sweet? Uh, it's, maybe. it's cute for the podcast okay. this cute little lady came into the restaurant that i'm at and i'm still new there right well all the girls were like oh and started acting weird when she came in well we were kind of busy but not like we still had tables open this lady comes in and she's just waiting and the, everyone started saying oh and the one girl came up to me and she goes do you know who she is yet and i said nope i've never seen her before 
And I said, why is she waiting? Is she waiting on a friend or something? She's been here like 30 minutes. And they're like, oh, no, let me tell you her story. And all the girls came over. So her and her husband used to sit in a specific table where they could sit by the window and look at the lake together. And that was like their spot every month. They would sit at the same table. And I guess he just passed away a couple months ago. And ever since he passed away, she comes in on the same day of the month. And she sits and she was waiting for the table to be open. So she sits and waits for the table. And then I looked over and she was eating over there by herself and just looking at the water. And I was like, this is so romantic and also so sad. And then a couple minutes later, I looked and one of my friends, her shift technically ended. And so she sat and had lunch with her the whole time. And they were just talking. Oh, I'm glad someone ate with her. That... Oh, that is so sad. I mean, it's sweet, but it's she just... came back crying. The waitress did, and I said, "What's wrong?" She goes, "I'm not even an emotional person, but oh my god, those stories! Oh my gosh!" And she was literally crying, she, wiping her eyes, and she goes, oh, I, "That lady has some stories about her husband." And I was like, "Okay, don't tell me, because." And she goes, "Maybe it's just because you know it's that time of the month for me." And I said, "I don't want to know because <laughs> I, I am know. such a I, sad. that kind of stuff gets me teary eyed so fast." But I'm like, the fact that she was just sitting there waiting. I thought she was waiting on her friends or something. And she was just oh, waiting okay. for that I, one. We have to move on from this. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> okay, well, any good news That's or anything? Um, good news. Let's see. How are you liking the so, new books? It's good. Um, we keep having AC problems. And, like, our apartment, it's a duplex. Um, it mm. can only... Like, the lowest we set our AC to. So, like, when we got here, um, it was – so, we signed our lease and everything and had everything paid for, but that was to move in on a Thursday, but we couldn't move till Saturday. So, we, like, told them that, and that was fine. We just said, hey, we won't actually be picking up the keys and moving in till Saturday, but we went ahead and paid, you know, the correct prorated rent and all that. So, Taylor actually came ahead of me, and he got the keys – and when he came in, they had the apartment set at 60 in June and had been running at 60 for three days. And mm-hmm. we had to pay for that. Then the same, the next day, it's like broken. Like the AC, it like won't even cool. Like it was, we'd set it at like 75 and the thermostat was reading like 85 degrees. Like it was so hot. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they broke our AC by putting it at 60 for three Yeah, they days. probably like froze it. Yeah, and so not only were we paying for it to be at 60, but now we're it was like running constantly and it couldn't even like cool past like 85. So then we were having to like turn it off because we're like, well, it's not getting any cooler in here. We're just paying for it to be running. And of course they like came out and they're looking at it and they like ordered a part to replace and we had to wait on that. And then they're putting like window units in our apartment and window units apparently are really bad on electricity. So then we had that expense on top of it. And then, um, and then, oh, they like mess with some stuff and basically now our AC can cool down to the lowest we've been able to get it since they fixed it is 77 degrees and so it's still like toasty 
and it still runs constantly but they claim like they think they fixed it because they're like well it's before it wasn't like blowing cold air at all and now it is and we're like yeah but it's still only 77 degrees in here like it's super hot so that's ironic my ac just kicked on um so it like runs constantly well we just got our electricity bill (sighs) it is so high and just for this so the first two weeks we were here the first 10 days our electricity bill was 200 dollars then our this past statement we just got for the past month is $446. Whoa. And then, so then I've been sending them, like I literally sent the office an email with a screenshot of our bill. And I was like, look, we're trying to be nice over here and maintenance has been very nice and trying to help. But like clearly something's wrong. We shouldn't be paying $450 for our apartment only to cool to 77 degrees. Um, and I kept having to hound them to send an actual AC company out here. And I was like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to maintenance, but clearly this issue isn't being fixed and they've been working on it for over a month. And we just need, cause like the maintenance guy told us the unit was only a year old. And then I sent all the serial code stuff to Brandon. For those who don't know, our stepdad owns an AC company. So I sent it to him and he was like, yeah, that unit's from 2008 really he said they don't even make like certain parts of it they don't even manufacture it anymore oh my god and i was like okay so and i don't think the guy was lying to us i think he just genuinely doesn't know because it's like you know with maintenance they just have like general information about a lot of different things but not like you know real in-depth knowledge and so i just think he just didn't know that much about acs but they just didn't want to pay to send an AC company. So anyways, I've been having to deal with that. And even since I sent those emails, like are acting like we're being really high maintenance, which that's frustrating. Cause it's like, I'm not being high maintenance. It's one thing if I'm being high maintenance by like throwing a fit cause it's a hundred degrees outside and I can't get it to 60. But I'm not trying to get it to 60. <laughs> like I'm trying to get it to a comfortable temperature where I'm not sweating all day. Um, hmm. And I'm, there's just no reason. And then Taylor ended up another pharmacist that he works with at the hospital. They live here. They live in the same complex as us. They live across the property. And she said that she keeps her apartment at 71 degrees 24-7 and her utility, her electricity bill is like $100. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's not just like the whole property, like just is how it is or we're getting charged like crazy rates for, you know, electricity, like our usage is just insane because this runs mm-hmm. like 24 7 so well they better get it figured out yeah i kind of had to be i don't even think i was that mean about it but i just had to just kind of keep hounding them and then the head of maintenance she texted me asking if it was, if i was home because she needed to get some information about the unit stuff in the attic And I said, no, I'm not, but you're welcome to go in and get the information you need. And then I said, we hadn't even heard from the company or our apartment for like over a week. Like they didn't even respond to us when I sent them the bill, like not the bill, but like proof of the bill. Like, just so you know, we're not exaggerating. Here is a screenshot of how much we are paying for our electricity. Um, so they never answered us and like maintenance is just asking 
to come look at things. And I was so frustrated. I'm like, for me to send an email and tell you, hey, can we please just have someone else come look at it? And so they send back maintenance. But anyway, so I asked her, oh, if you're looking at all this information, does this mean we're getting a new unit? And she was like, um, not necessarily. We're just getting information because we're going to have an AC company come look at it. So I was like, that's good. You know, that's a win. But that was like six days ago and no one's talked to me. And I was out of town for training. Like I was in Dallas all week. And Taylor said he didn't see anyone. So, like, we have no idea if the the AC company came out or not. Like, no one's talking to us. Like, they could have, you know, came out and looked at the unit while we were at work. Nothing. So, I'm just having to, like, I don't know why they wouldn't want to notify us that they're trying to solve our problem, you know? Like, why would they want us to think they're not doing anything? (laughs) Isn't that weird? Ugh. Well... Other than I that, everything's good. It's just like dealing with the situation. I just shouldn't have to. Pay. I'm literally paying more for my electricity than I pay for my car. <laughs> oh my god! I it thought my crazy. bill was crazy last month. But... When we lived in Dallas, oh, I think the most I was ever got in the summer was like one time we had to pay like 150, but then we were able to kind of keep it closer to 100 each month. And then also, I was pretty certain I, like, disconnected our electricity for um, the Dallas apartment. But then I get an email of my bill, but it was, like, five weeks after we moved out. So I was really confused. And I even got something in the email, like, in the mail with a confirmation. Um, But I was in, like, Oklahoma on that vacation, so I didn't have any of my, like, mail with me. Oh, and it was a bill going? for $215. And Ooh. I like called them and I said, I don't live there anymore. And I disconnected all the stuff. And they said, we don't have on file that you disconnected it. And I said, I did. And you guys sent me mail. Like, I got it in the mail. And they're like, well, what's the verification on all this stuff? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, I don't know. Like, I'm not home. I'm on vacation. But you, you guys said this was like, you had a date on there for when... I was no longer going to be charged. And I don't know. They were just saying, like, we don't have that on file. So anyway, so I had to cancel it. But basically, I had to pay for the first month of the new people living in our old place. And they, their bill was, like, double what I usually pay. Oh, my God. So, like, I have this. Granted, Taylor splits bills with me. But we have this $450 electricity bill here. And then I just, it, like, was automatic payment out of my checking account for the other place. So then... I went and looked at my bank account and that's how I saw $215 were withdrawn. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like between these two places in one month is, I don't even know. What is that? Almost $700. Oh my gosh. That's like a ripoff. I know. And there's just like nothing you can do about it. You know, like you can't go back in time and not use that energy. Oh my God. That's my boring adulting stuff that I'm dealing with. Everything else has been pretty good. Ugh. I like I like having the space. It's a pretty big place. Well, I like good. having an attached garage. Never had yeah. one of those before. So you're in a duplex, right? Yes. So we share a wall. So it's almost like know the people next yeah. to us, but they're like young parents. They have mm. a well, I don't know, you consider young. Not like you young. They're like 
I don't know, maybe early 30s. Their kid looks like six, seven. Hmm. But they're really quiet. I don't know if the walls are just really thick or if they're just really quiet people. Not like your old mom that was always so mean to her kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. OG listeners probably remember that lady. She moved out before we left. But she was real crazy. Oh, another thing we had to deal with was our old apartment was claiming that the carpet was so damaged that it needed to be replaced. And we were like, oh, no, that's how the carpet was when we moved in there because they like were submitting photos to us. And we said, that's how it was when we were in there. We like wrote it on the on that, you know, thing you fill out when you move in. And they were like, huh, the disclosure thing. Yeah. Like where you go and put the condition of stuff. Yeah. Like you'll say what the walls look like and all that. So we put they sent us back what we submitted, you know, the year before when we moved in and they said, well, you just put that there were several stains, but you didn't say where they were. So we don't know which ones were yours and which ones weren't. They charged us $700. You're joking. Yeah. So that's like another, just all of it was so expensive. And then of course the cost for us to move out here between the U-Haul and the movers and gas was like over a thousand dollars. Like we've just had such an expensive two months dealing with just stuff that no one wants to pay for. And yeah, basically since we didn't put like enough detailed documentation and we didn't take photos with like timestamps on them because I did an apartment tour on my YouTube channel and I went back and looked at it to be like, wait, did we actually make these? Like, I don't, I don't remember. It was so long ago. And like, I can see all of those stains they're referring to in the video, but I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be like, go look at my YouTube video. <laughs> like at the end of the day, we didn't, we didn't write it, you know? So they basically said, yeah, you said there were stains, but you didn't say which. And they said, we replace our carpet every five years. And at the end of your lease, it had only been three years. So you have to pay the prorated cost for two years of carpet that we now can't use it for. Mm, and I tried, I tried arguing with them a little bit because every single person that moved out, everyone of, down the hall had all moved in and then moved out before us. Like no one was renewing their lease. So everyone that moved out, they were replacing all of the carpets, like every single person. Cause I w- would see the maintenance team there all day when I was work from home and I would see all the carpet hanging out. So I think they're just trying to scam all the tenants into like doing an early renovation. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I was, look, yeah, it kind of sounds like, do, though. like, even if I say, Oh, I know for a fact you did this with all these people. They would just be like, yeah, because they damaged it. Like, you know, there's nothing I could argue for. It It was just frustrating. They're definitely – that's what I hate about those apartment complexes. I feel like they always try to scam people. Yeah, because, like, I'm not kidding. Like, at least four people, different people had moved out within, you know, a month or two before we moved out. And I saw, cause I would hear it. Cause I'd be like, what is all this noise? And I go look outside and you know, like these maintenance teams would have the door wide open and be ripping up carpet. And then they'd have the carpet all rolled up in the hallway for a few days till someone could come get it and be replacing it. Like I could totally see each unit. And that's how I knew when people left. Right. So it's like, they're just doing it. What to mess with us. So like for all I know, they don't buy it every five years and that carpet was 10 years old. Right. But anyways, other good things have been going on. Um, We've just been so busy. 
honestly, both of our jobs just have been kind of crazy. Taylor works insane hours. Mm. Like he'll be up so early. Like I don't know, this past week he was like had to get up at like four thirty to get to his shift at the hospital. But then the next day he'll be working from like eleven a.m. till like eleven p.m. and he has doesn't really have a lot of consistency. Dang. I know this podcast is getting kind of long, but I thought we could end with some maybe pop culture updates. Oh yeah. Oh god, I don't I don't even know anything that's been going on in the outside world cuz I've been in the Emma's world of uh, chaos and <laughs> well, confusion. There's, actually, there's only two things I had um that I was going to tell you. One was actually well, this is a pop culture. This is actually something funny that I thought of um, that I said to Taylor earlier. And I just thought it would be – I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to tell Emma this. So I was talking about how um, – did you guys ever have where – and girls did this too, where, like, girls in, like, middle school or maybe it was high school, like, early high school, like, ninth grade, would um, make, like – top 10 cutest guys in my grade and like people would <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about or I remember there was one where guys were like best boobs and they would <laughs> yes <laughs> rank what girls were the best do you remember that yeah I just went through my Facebook post the other day because I saw you can filter it by the year and I was trying to find that one that I said I wanted to be flight attendant and so I was looking in 2012 13 and 14 and then I just went on a dive on my Facebook since you can use the filter you don't have to scroll and I started reading some of them and oh I I was gonna tell you we should do a YouTube video on those because they are hilarious and cringy (laughs) and you can literally just hit the filter but one of them I was tagged in and it said it was a bunch of girls and then like random numbers next to our names and then my I had an eight by my name and then I said wait is one the best or ten the best and he said one's the best and I was like dang he rated me eight out of ten that hurt like out of the top ten girls he thought were cute I was number eight yeah on the list. we were on the list oh my gosh <laughs> I remember that though people okay this was actually way more brutal than I remember like now it's you just like unlock the memory for me People would do that on Facebook and they'd be like, like this post and I'll rank like the top, like a guy, a middle school guy would be like, like this post and I'll rank like the top five cutest girls that like this post. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. Well, I was thinking about like people who actually like wrote this on paper. Oh, my bad. You know what I'm talking about? It was the same idea, I guess. But like, I remember girls would do it too. Like some girls on the volleyball team were doing it for, um. What guys I thought had like the cutest butts or something. <laughs> Anyways, I was telling Taylor I I didn't see the list, but I was told that I made some list that guys were making for like best butt or something. <laughs> and I don't know what I was ranked, but I'm sure I was like last on the list. Like I barely made it. And I said I thought that was funny because I like don't really have like I don't have a big butt. So I was like it was definitely someone who, I don't know, maybe just had, like, a crush on me for, like, my personality <laughs> and just put me on there. Like, I don't know. And then I started laughing because I said, oh, my gosh, I need to start telling younger people to do this, but they make the list, but then act all mad. Like, I should have made a list of, like, 
I don't know, <laughs> like best butt and put me as number one and then be like, oh my gosh, I just found this. Who wrote this? This is so disgusting. Like, why would someone rank me like this? I'm so much more than this. <laughs> where did this come in? Where did this come in your mind though? It all started because we were talking about one of his friends that looks like super different now, but he used to be like a um oh that text I sent you was from a few minutes ago. I can yes. hear you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but anyways, his friend had like long hair and was like super emo and stuff. So we were just talking about how we were if we were similar or different. And I was saying, I feel like I've been pretty much the same, like nothing too crazy. You had a friend that was emo? Yeah, Wyatt. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. When you said long hair, I was thinking it was the other one that I know. Oh, I'm talking about, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, he used to have long hair too, but I don't think it was like an emo thing. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <funny>. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah white used to have like jet black hair and had it really long and like kind of like um do you remember caleb that i was friends with yeah, yeah. well it was kind of like that vibe for <laughs> punk Wyatt. boy rock and roll yeah um so yeah that was one thing i was gonna share with you i just thought it was funny the concept of like making something to where you can rank yourself really high and then acting offended to really sell it that you didn't create it. <laughs> that reminds me of like a reverse mean girls where she burns herself because she doesn't want people mm -hmm. to think it was her. It makes me think of something that like Leslie Nope would do. I'm sure a bunch of girls in middle school did that though. <laughs> or high school or whatever year. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm just I bummed. I didn't think about it when it was valuable. I don't think I would have the nerve to do it, though. I'd be so paranoid that someone figured out. And then imagine if, like, everyone figured out that you actually made it. That would be so much more embarrassing than just not making the list. Yeah, <laughs> no joke. Man, I miss those days, though, where we'd all have our rooms next to each other and decorate how we wanted. And then we'd go take pictures at grandma's, you know, like, do our little photo shoots and stuff. And, like, go those are the good days. The those are the good days. Yeah, and we would like share clothes and we do like um we get so excited to show each other what we got from like Abercrombie for back to school. Oh yeah, that was so much and, fun. Like our backpacks and whenever those Victoria's Secret backpacks were really trendy. Yeah. Along so picking which ones we wanted. The glitter ones, yeah. Yeah. Man. That was nice. Um, the other thing I was going to tell you, since I feel like at this point, we just have to have a segment of each podcast that talks about the Kardashians, <laughs> um, which I've said it before, I'll say it again. This is funny because I'm the one who keeps up with the Kardashians and Emma doesn't, but mm -hmm. I've kind of hijacked this portion of our podcast <laughs> to make it seem like we both <laughs> talk about the Kardashians. But now I find it entertaining as almost like I am the information coming to you and you're like the normal person responding, you know. I like the grandma that's like, "Oh, who is Justin Beaver?" <laughs> Justice Beavers. So, oh, who is Justice Beavers? Yeah. That's from Parks and Rec, right? Or no? Justice Beavers is The Office. Oh, when that's Jim right. says, oh, "What man, if I just like call that's in, it. yeah, and give him Todd Packer's number and say we have Justin Bieber tickets." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was um, just a beaver. A crime fighting beaver? Crime fighting beaver. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. Um, okay, but you may have heard about this one because it's kind of been going on for a while, but I think this is news that came out since we last did a podcast. But have you heard all of the Chloe and Tristan drama? I know he cheated on someone or he cheated on her. And then now she's trying to have another baby with him or something. Yes. So first starters, going I don't all really the way know. back just for you to know how gross this guy is. Back in, um, I think her first baby was is close to Emerson's age. Like I think she was born. Her name is True. She was born in 2018. So they were dating. Everything was really good. They're dating for a long time. She had gotten pregnant with True. And then literally, I think it was like three days before she gave birth, photos mm-hmm. leaked of him out at a club, like making out with some girl. Right. I remember that. And then it was weird because like she didn't want to – obviously she was mad at him, but then she let him – she kind of just like put it aside for them to just focus on the delivery of the baby. And she was like, this is my first kid. It was actually his – second kid his first kid apparently was with some other was with another woman and when she was pregnant with his first child that's when he started dating chloe mm. uh, so yeah all around is not the best and then sorry i had to have a little sip of my drink so then that happened fast forward they weren't separated long because I don't know. She just said she was trying to make it. I'm work. sorry, but you're just really quick. You are so cute. I just had to have a little sip of my drink. Look, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Fast forward and what? Um, like I don't think True was that old. Like it wasn't that long after she was born. They got back together, but it was like, um, like they got back together, but I. I guess she was just saying, like, she just really wanted to try to have, like, the parents together for True, and she kind of forgave them maybe quicker than she should have, but, you know, just, like, the mom and her wanted to try to make it work, and it was definitely less than a year. He then cheated on her again with Kylie's friend, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that drama? That was a few years ago. That sounds familiar. Is her friend Jordan the one that... Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of the Rob drama. Didn't uh, one of their friends... Oh, China. Also... Yeah, didn't she also have drama with one of them, too? Okay. That's um, so much. <laughs> I know, right? But um, the Jordan thing sounds familiar. Was she pretty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's gorgeous. So, I mean, most of the girls who can even get that close to the basketball players are usually stunning. But anyways, but that was, like, really a lot of drama when that happened because she was, like, Chloe's – or Kylie's, like, best friend. I'm pretty sure she was, like, her assistant or something, and she lived with Kylie, like, in her house. And Chloe, and she was super close with Chloe, and, like, Chloe knew her for years and kind of treated her like a little sister. And then – even when Chloe came out with Good American, her first set of models, she put Jordan, like, I guess Jordan wanted to get into modeling or something. So she was like, here, this massive 
company that's going to get huge amounts of attention, you can be one of the like four models for it. Wow. And then within like a few months later, like whatever. I mean, it's definitely like both, both their faults. Like Tristan is disgusting and that wasn't cool of Jordan to do. And like the family kind of cut her out of the family after that. And mm. yeah. And then I kind of felt bad for Chloe because of course that sucks. And they weren't together for a long time after that, like at least a year or two. And then the only thing that really brought them back together was COVID. Like they quarantined together and like, of course, basketball, like they weren't playing and everyone was quarantining. So he, so at this point he cheated on her twice. Yes. And so now you fast forward a couple of years, like they weren't together for a long time. Like Chloe was like, I'm done. And she would be around Tristan because I guess he's pretty involved in parenting. Hmm. So people would give Chloe a hard time though. And they're like, I can't believe you're forgiving Tristan, but you're not forgiving Jordan. Like that's so not fair. And she said, I never said like I forgave Tristan, but he's wanting to be involved in his daughter's life. So I'm not going to punish her. You know, Hmm. like what's between the mom and the dad doesn't need to affect his relationship with the daughter you know Mm -hmm. so anyway she people always give her like a hard time for that and um and it's like it's just different like he's always going to somewhat be there because he's the dad whereas they don't have to they have the choice of never to see jordan if they don't want to right um so anyways and also with anyways i i could go on for that so the new drama though is they started with pandemic they were together like a ton and they were like quarantining together so he could see you know their daughter frequently and I think he had gotten a house like close by like they didn't live together or anything but they were basically like always together and then I think things really like Chloe got COVID and so she had to do the full two-week quarantine so he basically like moved into part of the house and stayed there and was with the daughter every day because Chloe couldn't come in contact with the daughter anyways they started getting like closer and stuff but even like they have things where they he was like very much wanting to go back together and she's just saying like I don't trust you and like trust takes time and you're just wanting to go from like zero to a hundred and that's just not fair and like so she was very vocal about it she wasn't just like being naive you know and just going back to him but anyways they started talking about giving true a sibling And so what happened was they were looking into – she had, like, frozen some eggs, I think, or something, or I don't know. It was found out that, like, she couldn't carry the baby. Mm. And anyway, so they were, like, they were trying to have another baby, but, like, scientifically. Like, I don't think even at that point – I don't even think they were romantically together. It could be wrong, but I think it was, like, they just wanted to have another child for – to give true a sibling and like they already co-parent well so they were just like it won't be that complicated so anyways um I guess at some point though they did get back together but only for a few months so basically they what just dropped in the drama that happened within the last few weeks is because everyone in December news came out that in okay it's gonna sound crazy this is a bit of a timeline so stay focused mm-hmm. in december of what year are we in 22 in december 21 
news came out because a girl gave birth to a baby. And this girl was claiming that Tristan was the father. And she was claiming that in March, they slept together and that that was the father. Well, the reason this all came out was because I'm not sure the legality of all of this, but some kind of court documents came out. And Tristan was hiding from Chloe that for months he was dealing with lawyers and litigation and trying to argue that he's not the father of this child. And in these statements he was making, he did say, I did sleep with this girl, but that's not my kid. She must have slept with someone else was the argument he was trying to make. And basically through uncovering these facts, there's two things that happen. One, back in March of 2021, Tristan turned 30 years old and Chloe and him were dating and he she threw him a surprise 30 first birthday party he goes to that party then that night or the next morning or something had to fly out to Houston for a basketball game he's a basketball player and there he met up with this girl at his hotel and there's all these texts and stuff of even before the party like the party Chloe threw for him like him contacting this girl and then planning for him to be meeting up with her at a hotel to sleep with her some people say she was like one of his personal trainers or something. I'm not really sure how they know each other. But yeah, so like he fully went there knowing, all right, I'm going to play the game. And then this girl's going to be at my hotel waiting on me and all that stuff. And that's the night she said she got pregnant. Jeez. So that's already crazy. The other thing that's crazy is he obviously knew all this was going on and all this legal stuff because he's literally dealing with lawyers and stuff, And he, but it wasn't public information. So he wasn't, Chloe had no idea this was going on and they're just dating and talking about having another kid together. Then when stuff starts leaking, he still didn't tell her and she found out literally with the rest of the world. She found out opening her phone and seeing it all over the news. Damn. That he cheated on her and had a third child with a third woman from a one-night stand. I know exactly what that feels like. To feel like you have, like, you're so close with someone, you know? And, like, even if you, like, date for a while or, you know, like, I had an ex like that. Like, we were best friends, remember? And it's, like, there was a time where, like, I didn't even, like you know, big things were going on in his life, and he never told me. I literally found out through other people. I was like, really? Like, yeah, like, you had this false sense of trust, and you you thought it was real, and then you looked, like, it just kind of shatters all of it. You're like, what what was real that we talked about? What don't, what else don't I know? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. Well, then, Why it gets worse. Why paternity test? I, well, I think they end up proving it was his, but he's informed that he had nothing to do with this kid and sources. I don't know who sources are, so this could be wrong, but as of like June or July, they said, so this baby was born in December. He so much is like, doesn't want anything to do with this baby that he still hasn't seen the baby. And it's like seven months old. And the whole thing was him trying to argue that he shouldn't have to like pay custody and all this stuff because he didn't want the baby and he wanted her. I don't know if he wanted her to terminate. I don't want to say that he said that if he didn't, but 
something like that. Like it wasn't just him disproving like he was the father. He was also trying to like not pay cuss like just you know all that mess. So yeah, and like I said, I don't want to say that he had told her certain things. Like if he said she needed to get an abortion, because I would hate to say he said that and that not be true, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, definitely stuff was going on behind the scenes that was a little crazy. So then, what makes this worse? If you can believe what gets worse. What gets worse is while all of this legal stuff is going on, he's continuing. And this is what really, so it broke the internet back in December when everyone found out along with Chloe finding out and they broke up. But what people didn't know is this whole time, you know, fast forward six months later, seven months later, they think they know that they're broken up, but they didn't know that what made this a million times harder for Chloe is this whole time between December or sorry, March of 2021 to December that he knew that there was a high probability he was the father. He's fighting it in litigation. He continued to pursue surrogacy with Chloe, with her egg and his sperm to make a child through surrogacy and wasn't telling Chloe that he literally was probably had a third baby on the way. So they still went through this whole process, got a surrogate and the surrogate became pregnant in November. So when all of this, when Chloe found all of this out in December, she had a surrogate who was almost two months pregnant with her baby with Tristan. So not only is their relationship ruined because she he cheated again for the third time and brought another child into the world, but she's already in this huge commitment and knows another child will be here in seven months with this guy who just did all of this to her. Mm, she doesn't deserve that. Oh. I know. So I actually saw something today, but it was just like, I don't know, on Today News or something. So I don't know if it's accurate, but people are actually saying the baby was born today at like 1230 p.m. today that Chloe's son was born. Mm-hmm. And wow, I don't know if the son was actually born, but the past like week or so, Tristan's been in like Mykonos hanging out, which I mean, he's there's broken up like he can date other people obviously they've been broken up since december but he's been he's off like making out with a like some girls out in mykonos and like he's not even here knowing that the surrogate could go into labor any minute like he's just so unsupportive Hmm. imagine how much chloe probably hates men after lamar odom too yes well that was crazy too because she would have when with Lamar, she was actually faking infertility because he was like wanting to have a kid, but she knew the situation wasn't good. So she was like faking that something was wrong with her body to where she couldn't have kids. And she would just tell him that. Oh, and now she's in the whole opposite situation where this guy was, oh man. Yeah, so it's just all around kind of crazy. And, you know, now she has a second kid, which, I mean, at least she, you know, has got, seems like she's a good mom. She's got all this money and resources, and, you know, she's definitely capable of raising these two kids on her own, for sure. But it's just unfortunate, like, for her to, and, like, she said, because a lot of people, too, of course, were giving her a hard time back in December when she was, they were like, why are you so shocked? Like, why don't you ever learn? I hate when people, like, 
at least she tried, you know, like don't mm -hmm. give her a hard time. She's already going through it. She doesn't need your hate on Twitter. But now people are saying, okay, it makes sense. Like it wasn't, she wasn't that upset because of them romantically. She was that upset because she was starting to think he was going to be a good father. Mm. So I think that's more, you know, like, I think she's like, whatever, if our relationship, like, she knows our relationship had rough stuff. But well, I maybe. think she was just starting to be more confident in him as a father. But in all honesty, I mean, he maybe still is a good dad, but you have to keep in mind, a lot of his involvement was during the pandemic when it's like, what else was he going to do? Can mm -hmm. I play basketball? Clubs were closed down. Right. Well, um. I was going to tell you, maybe he hasn't seen that baby that that other girl's claiming is his. Maybe he just doesn't want to get attached or doesn't want to see that it looks like him or something, you know. Maybe. I don't know. He seems really sour about the situation. Like, it could be wrong, but he seems like the kind of person that, like, like, you know, those people who do something wrong, but they blame the person who, like, snitches on them. Yeah. Like he's almost mad at the situation and mad that this girl got pregnant and mad that she won't get want to get rid of the baby and mad that she brought it to light that he was the father. Like as if that's what's wrong in the situation. It's just her telling the truth. Like I also feel bad for this girl. I mean, I don't people try to paint her as like a she's just trying to get the attention of, oh, I have a baby mm -hmm. with Tristan Thompson. And I mean, maybe, but at the end of the day, he still did whatever he did, you know? Like, yeah. we can't turn on these women. Mm. Like, do yeah. you know those people, though, who, like, they make the mistakes, but they get so mad at how someone found out? Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, I can't believe that person told you they swore they wouldn't tell you. And it's like, that's not the, that's not the point. Like, we're way past that them just telling the truth and not keeping your lies is way less than what you did. Damn. There's a lot exactly. of people in the world like that. Yeah. It's like they make it a whole separate issue that someone found out. It's like that's not even the problem. Yeah, they're like so focused on who told you? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the well, that's why? Have you seen, have you watched any of the new Kardashians? Mm-mm. So but I did see an interview, like, snippet that was on TikTok, and it was Kim. And she was like, yeah, Chloe's being an idiot and giving Tristan, even though he's a dog, they're going to try to have another child together or something. It was like a really, you know, that obviously wasn't verbatim, but it was like a savage clip of Kim. And the caption said, even Kim's tired of this bullshit or something. But I was well, like, Kim, Damn. So I think people kind of edited that different. But basically that talking head was her saying, like, Chloe knows that Tristan, like, she knows who he is. And what she did was way harder than just walking away. Like, she tried to make it work because she, as a mom, she wanted that for her kids. And she said she wasn't, like, although Tristan dogged her multiple times, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, she said what she did is just way harder than someone who walks away and doesn't try to provide that kind of family structure. And she said, and you know, now she knows. Like she knows she did everything she could and nothing she can do can 
change what happened and now she can walk away from it knowing that she did everything she could and that it's meant to be how it is and she's not leaving anything on the table on her side and so then then ken starts threatening people and she starts saying so if i see any of you trolls out there saying all this stuff and she goes i and then it's funny she like backtracks because keep in mind she's like becoming a lawyer (laughs) and she goes i won't threaten you on TV, but you need to stop. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was good. Um, there was one more thing I was going to tell you. Oh, what I was going to tell you is in actually the very first episode of the new season. Like, now there's all these things that people are going I thought back. it was like a final season like years ago. So they did, but that was they. So all their stuff was filmed with um, the final season was in 2020, I think. Maybe 2021. It wasn't that long. Like There wasn't a big gap. Less than a year, probably. But that was all with E. Like, you know, the network mm-hmm. E. So that's who had Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And then they basically settled that contract because Hulu offered them a ton more money to just, like, Hulu produces it now. So, which is oh. cool because Hulu, like, their camera work and stuff is, like, way better quality. And they, like, put more effort into editing and stuff. Hmm. But anyways, in the very first episode of the season, which this new series just started this year, there's this thing. And it ends up being something, like, that has to do with Kim and her vivid past <laughs> that pops up on a tablet but it pops up on a tablet that her son is looking at, like her youngest son. Mm-hmm. And so Kim gets like, she's trying to play it cool and not let her kid know. Cause like her kid couldn't read to know what it said about Kim. Um, but she's holding it up and she calls Chloe over and is like, look at this. Like, this isn't cool. And she ends up getting her lawyers involved and a show, a video game was basically putting Kim in there and it wasn't legal and they were putting inappropriate things. But in the part where she's like grabs this tablet walks over and goes um chloe come look at this tristan's in the background and his face like he's looking around and he's so alert like you know he thinks it's leaked about the girl so now like people are noticing things in earlier episodes of him like saying or doing things that in the moment were kind of weird but you didn't know why and now it's like oh my gosh this all makes sense oh isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's kind of sad, though. Yep. But, yeah, I guess that's probably good for an episode if you're good to call it a day. Yeah, I guess. All right. Is Emerson still hanging out there? He's been asleep this whole time, really. I'm trying to stay mm-hmm. awake till midnight so I can text him. Happy birthday. His birthday's tomorrow? Yeah. We're still stuck trying to is very close to someone else we know. Uh, I know. <sighs> but um, completely different personalities. Thank God. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. All right. You only have to stay up for 50 more minutes. Yeah, I know. Also, Emerson did not sleep well last night. Oh, yeah. I wanted to come say hi. Most of y'all already sleep. Also, how cute is it that when my son stays the night with y'all and you're there, like, he sleeps with you? That's, like, the cutest thing. <laughs> yeah, he was on that little, like, trendle bed next to me. Yeah. And he just moves so much in his sleep. And he, 
Mimi told him that he would get to go swimming today. And so he was kept telling me he was just so excited and he was ready for the sun to be up because that meant he could go swimming. <laughs> and so he would like sleep for like 30 minutes and then he'd like sit up really quick in his seat and be like, like sit up really quick on the bed. And I'd be like falling asleep and he'd be like, Aunt Gwyneth, what time is it? How long until the sun gets up? I can't sleep. <laughs> and I'd be like, buddy, it's 11 p.m. And then he wakes me up again, and it's, like, 1 a.m. And then he starts telling me he can't get comfortable. Then he, like, wakes me up again, and he's like, I have to pee. And I was like, you know where the bathroom is. So he runs off and then runs back and then wakes me up again at, like, 5.30. And he's like – or no, it was almost 6.30. And he says, the sun's up. And I was like, yeah, but it's not time to swim. Go back to bed. <laughs> Yeah, and then he was then finally was actually like heavy sleeping and it was like 8 a.m. And then he like had a nightmare, he said, but he didn't tell me what it was. The last time he had a nightmare was that a lion ate him. (laughs) Why a lion? I don't know. He's snoring right now. He hasn't moved an inch. I took him out to dinner. We shared some pasta at Pasta Fino. We just kind of split a little pasta dish. And I said, thanks for coming on a mother-son date. Because I haven't seen him a lot. I've been working a lot and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like I finally got to see him again, like, today. And a little bit the last couple days. Because mom's been watching him while I work. And I wanted to go to dinner with him because I missed him, you know. And then tomorrow he'll be with his dad for the whole week again. And so I said, I want to take you out to dinner. And he starts school again this week. And I wanted to take him on a little last dinner thing. He asked for my phone. And I said, no, I want to spend quality time with you. And he goes, okay. He goes, how was your work today when I was at Mimi's? How was your day? I was like, (laughs) how was a four-year-old asking me how my day at work was? That's cute. But yeah, good times. He's asleep right here next to me. So I brought him a piece of cheesecake to go. And um, I guess you can just eat it tomorrow. But. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I guess I'll let you hang out with them. But I'm glad we got to catch up. It's been a while. Yeah, lots of changes. So, oh, my gosh. Yep. <laughs> All, All right. right well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.